0: Welcome to Modern Musings: Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone, where we look at ourselves and our world through the lens of the 21st century. Hi, and welcome back to Modern Musings. I'm your hostess, Cindy Murray, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Kristen Hessler and Amber Garvin. Hey, hey, and we are looking at the calendar. And two years ago, the United States went into a lockdown because of the global COVID pandemic and in many ways, our lives are still disrupted by the changes that ensued. And we wanted to come on this week and talk to you guys about what those changes have meant for us and what they might've meant for you. Some of the things that we're dealing with, um, For instance, um, there have been more than 404 million cases of COVID worldwide and almost 6 million deaths. Now, we don't want to get into the politics of why it happened, what could have been done to prevent it what we should be doing to prevent it, any any of that stuff. Um, what we're here to talk about is the effects that it has had on our daily lives and how we're coping with that. Um, I'm talking about mental health. Right now, there's a, a really big problem with people, Um, suffering from depression and anxiety because of the isolation of living and working from home and being, you know, just isolated from their peers. And this has kind of hit home in my family recently because uh, a family member of mine was recently diagnosed with depressive disorder. Um, And I believe it is in part due to the pandemic. And because this person has been isolated at home and working from home and I know I have suffered, uh, I've had a lot of anxiety and depression during the, the COVID pandemic. And I want to ask you ladies, if you have had similar issues Like I said, I I know this is a big thing because there's a lot of people who are still, in essence, afraid to leave their homes. And, you know, on one hand, we have people who are like, let's just get back to normal. Um, I'm over this already. And then we have people who are still afraid to leave their homes and people who are dealing with depression and anxiety. And this, we're just not coping very well. And has that been the case for you? Do you feel like you've coped with this well, or are you having issues with it?
1: Um, Well, I feel like in the beginning, when um, lockdown happened, I went through a lot of issues. I mean, now, two years later, I feel like I'm finally getting back to who, I, but I mean, I want to say like, um, I, um, you know, deal with that anyway. And the pandemic was just kind of an icing on the cake. But I was also during that time going through marital problems, and then eventually divorce. So the pandemic was kind of like a mental hell for me. And being stuck at home with the ex husband that I was having so many problems with. It was just kind of like, um most uh, most a lot of people, you know, are always, Oh, I learned this new hobby, you could being stuck at home and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I was literally what it it felt like I was stuck in jail, pretty much. You I, know, I'm, I can
0: relate to that like a
1: mental jail. And uh now two, two years out, I'm just I'm happy to be out of that jail. and you know, I was very nervous at first, you know, leaving the house and going and doing regular life, which I don't feel like my life has been regular since then at all. right. But right. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's getting there, but I know it, it'll never be the same. But, I mean, I feel better about everything now compared to how I felt two years ago, if that makes sense.
0: That does. That does. What about you, Chris? I was
1: already
2: very introverted, and so whenever I was, like, I'm being forced to stay at home, this is so cool. You know, I was kind of excited about working from home Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not necessarily being, like, feeling obligated to have social contact with people that I didn't necessarily like want to do you know like oh yay all the quote-unquote fun events that I was required to go to you know social events and stuff I didn't have to anymore mm. you know so I was kind of like excited about that for like the first few weeks I was like oh this is cool you know I can just like throw the day planner out the window don't need that anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> and um but it, it uh, you know, even with being an introvert, you still need to get out and
1: you need some kind of interaction
2: yeah, wouldn't well. it it just wasn't necessarily about interaction. it was just about those places that I liked to go to that even by myself, I couldn't go to like the library was closed for like months and months. I still haven't stepped in stepped a foot in a library since then, mm-hmm. and we were going to the library like every two weeks. Um, I would take Raina on the weekend and we would just go pick out some kid books and I would look at some other books, you know, like fiction or maybe a cookbook or something. And we would go get our books from the library and then we'd go to the dog park and take the dogs to the dog park. Those were things that I was doing by myself. I wasn't there to socialize with people. I was there just Mm -hmm. to please myself. And I feel like those things were robbed from me. Um, so my isolation got even deeper, because I like you I felt like I was in a prison uh at home and my job you know changed hours so even when I was awake everyone else was asleep so I was very lonely um I actually got some like hateful comments from people on Facebook one day because I posted that I was kind of lonely and Someone was like, well, you have friends, you know, and it's like, well, you guys were sleeping when I posted this at like four in the morning and I was crying and everyone else was, you know, in bed. I was mm-hmm. alone
0: mm-hmm.
2: and feeling lonely. My husband was able to go to work in public because he works at a grocery store and I was jealous of his job because he got to see people and have coworkers. workers right, right. And I hadn't even talked to my manager in like two weeks but we were all working from home, but you know, they're all working in the daytime and it was really lonely.
0: I, I can I see I, I'm looking at your face right now and I see you're, you're on the verge of tears. And, and I felt, you know, like both of you, I felt uh similar problems. I'm actually, you know, I, I work from home normally and I'm a, a you know, kind of a part-time stay at home, you know, person. So um when the, when the, pandemic started, I had moved my mother in and, uh, she has dementia, but at the, at the time we didn't realize how severe her dementia was. We had just brought her, um, from the hometown where I grew up to live with us in the Dallas area. And she, we, the intention was to move her into a senior par- apartment, you know, an assisted living or something, um, somewhere nearby and so she could live near me where I could take care of her. And, but then the, the pandemic happened and I could not move her out of my house. And so, uh, and then at the, as the time wore on, you know, I, I realized she had dementia and she needed more care and more specific activity than I was able to provide. And I couldn't even work with her in the house because, um, she required my attention and she took up space and she was, um, you know, she had the TV on really loud. So it was hard to talk on the phone. And well, and I'm a travel agent and my work went away. What little work
2: you had. What little
0: work I had completely went away. In fact, the only thing I did for, uh, starting in about February of 2020 was to reverse clients, you know cancel their reservations and refund their money that's what i spent the greater part of 2020 doing
2: yeah i was canceling people's dentist
0: appointments yeah and people so people that were like you know, you, know. All, you know i was just watching my paycheck go back yeah. out the window yeah and uh and it it was terrible it was terrible and my husband got stuck at home too but he was Um, Because of the industry he's working in, he was able to work from home. And so he was in one room of the house. And I was both stuck at home with a bunch of people and unable to do the things I needed to do. And also, at the same time, I was the one who had to go out and take care of business. So my mother, um, because she was new to the area, she needed lots of new doctor's appointments and my niece lived with me at the time and she had doctor's appointments and she had errands she had to run. She's a a college student. So, um, she needed to go do some things, you know? And so I felt like while everybody else was at home, watching youtube videos and learning uh, how to crochet learning how to crochet and doing all these things (laughs) i was just working my tail off trying to keep my household sane yeah and and i was just going from one place to the other i never got to isolate at home because every other day i was having to take someone somewhere somewhere neither did i i didn't isolate yeah travis either i couldn't isolate this job was more demanding but but at the same time I wasn't getting that social interaction either because I wasn't meeting with my friends and doing the things that I do with my friends on weekends and uh, my depression got pretty bad too it was um, I can't count the number of nights I cried just because I just Was ready to throw my hands up in the air. I didn't know how I was going to tolerate more. And
2: I feel like there's a void of some other experience. It's a major experience. There's definitely a lack of that here in the room. A lot of those people that were at home watching Netflix and learning how to crochet and stuff were Were doing that because they lost their job.
1: Yeah, they Well, that is true. I can't tell you
2: how many people at my company that got furloughed and then, you know, oh, well, you know, whenever things get better, you know. And I'm like, okay, I guess those people aren't coming back. Right. You know? And and yeah, my So the workload for all of us just doubled because we just my company was able to, you know, chop. The, head the work, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they realized we could all do it, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> with less people. So we've been busting our butts, you know, feeling like double time. Working right. double time.
1: I, I feel like the workload definitely doubled. At my job as well, because, um, you know, if you're at home or if you don't have any kids in your quote unquote class, you can do several things at once and you can have more work to do.
0: Yeah, I my my workload did not ever increase except for doing all those refunds. Um, My workload has continued to be suppressed. Um, because, you know, a lot of my clients still are not ready to travel yet. And so I, I know a lot of people have had a a boom of travel sales. A lot of people at my company have, have, you know, picked up kind of where they left off and it's, and it's doing a lot better. But I, for one have not, um, because a lot of the clients that I work with, um, I did a lot of group cruises um you know specialty groups and things like that and those have not really come back so yeah no
2: one's having destination weddings
0: yeah yeah they're we're just not doing that kind of stuff right now and so that work for me has not come back but on the other hand the the little bit of work that i do has been slowed down greatly because the workload at the suppliers that I work with has increased. So, um, my different, um, travel companies that I work with, like say FunJet or American Airlines or whatever, they have fewer employees doing the work. And so they are super, super busy. So the hold times are longer um it takes them longer to get things done and and things you know, like I that. Like that's, that's really hard.
2: There's a lot of places where I feel like the supply and demand is just completely off. Like we were talking about that um eating at a restaurant the other night. You know, a lot of the restaurants don't have certain ingredients because we can't get them. The supply chain the, issues, the supply having, chain yes. issues. And then also, you know, during the lockdown initially the restaurants that did decide to stay open a lot of them changed their menu oh yes. a yeah a lot, a lot of them a lot of them had to condense it for like uh, doordash and stuff because you can only have so many menu items on right, those right so and so they've, they they've had to shortened pick. Their menus yeah. a lot of places ended up cutting down like they have a print menu instead of like a book. Yes. You know, like some yeah. of those places like one, that have, like, 20 page. pages. Yeah, they, yeah, now it's just one page. Yeah, B, yeah,
0: BJ's was one of those. It used to have a lot of pages in their yeah. menu, Um, B, BJ's Brewhouse, and now it's, like, one page front and back or something yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. what?
1: No, a lot of places like that. It's just, yeah. like, very At, short options. Oddly enough, Cheesecake Factory still has that huge menu. Well,
0: that's, that, I haven't been to the Cheesecake Factory <laughs> in a long time. Um I I want to support the
1: places that have brought back
2: their old menu. I know. I'd 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 love to know
0: any any of the places that are um, that have gone back to full service pre COVID. I'd like to know any of those because I and there are some of the mom and pop places just stayed the same. Yeah. Um, There's a a little local chain that we have here in the Dallas area called. Fred's downtown Philly Mm -hmm. and, uh, Fred is from Philly. And so so he's got this little chain of Philly cheesesteak restaurants. And, um, that's my endorsement of them and it's not paid. Uh, (laughs) That's one of (laughs) my favorite. Go to Fred's
1: Dallas people. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's really good, but, um, he's, his menu is pretty much the same as it always has been. And I don't think he had any, I mean, you know, he was shut down for a while when Texas was closed. But as soon as they open back up, you know, they've been doing steady curbside or, you know, takeout service. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And they are back to in town or in restaurant dining now. A a lot of places still aren't allowing people to come in and eat in the restaurant. Uh, Chick-fil-A doesn't. Oh, yeah? Uh, I did not realize that, but that would explain the long lines at the drive-thru.
1: Yes. Um, The longer lines at the drive-thru. Yeah, the longer longer lines. The the, the wrapped around the building lines. Oh, my gosh.
0: It's terrible. And Wingstop, and I think that must be a difference uh, since they are franchises. There's different owners. Um, But I stopped at one to get um, some of their ranch dressing. Shh. I love their ranch dressing. (laughs) Um, <laughs> uh, but they, they still do not allow in, in mm-hmm. restaurant dining. There's a couple so.
2: of Starbucks where you can't sit inside, but yeah. then there's one over by your house where every table's full and it's yes. like no yeah. social well,
0: distancing. Totally, Yeah. And, um, so it really so, depends. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it, it, but you know, you're talking about the lines wrapped around the building. It's not just in drive-thrus either though. It's, that seems to be.
2: Almost every restaurant now is a convenience store in a way your food is faster well that to was, go yeah well i was
0: just thinking Drive about the, the number of people um that are just out and about and doing you know like every time i go to a store the lines to check out are longer oh and yeah because they only have two cashiers they have two yeah cashiers they yeah. And,
1: have a shortage of people employees
2: people so like there. back to that that's that supply and demand you're talking about all these companies that have like they laid
0: off all their employees half the yeah, call center
2: isn't working there anymore. and then they same, same thing as hired the cashiers
0: yeah. yeah they
2: don't have and, full and set they, of employees. they all
0: have signs on the door and in fact somebody was telling me i can't remember who it was um they went somewhere and the sign on the door said now hiring people who actually show up for work that
2: was me that was a dry uh fast food restaurant by my house okay. <laughs> we saw that last <laughs> weekend and like
0: okay yeah i remember somebody saying was like, that and man, I was like, someone
2: is salty
0: that, well <laughs> you know it's but that's the thing yeah. is that they these people go out and they apply for jobs because you know their unemployment's running out or whatever and then they never show up for work yeah or you know they don't want to work for the well, and I know what part of that is. People are tired of working for minimum wage because they work them horrible long hours.
2: Um, well, now it's a high risk work environment. It work is a I high
0: risk wage. work environment because you're at risk of life. Exactly. In or whatever Unless you work from home is high
1: risk. It's- and
0: well, and the and the other thing is that that um, they're they're giving people they give people these weird work schedules. So it's like you don't work, you know. 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, or, or even 4 in the afternoon until midnight, um, Monday through Friday, or Wednesday through Sunday, or whatever. Right. They, they give them, you know, well, you're going to work 4 hours on Monday in the morning. 12
2: hours on Tuesday. Yeah, and then yeah. you're off
0: for 3 days, and then you get to work. Four hours on Sunday. Well, I can see why nobody wants no, to show up. People don't want and, to work those hours. Yeah, they don't want to get off at midnight. Those
1: weird hours. and then go
2: back to work at six o'clock in the morning. Right. Either, and,
0: no. and I don't understand these people that are scheduling that way. Why are you not scheduling? Because
2: there's no one to work that shift.
0: Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't like know. A, but you know, but I, you've mentioned before too, Kristen, that people are like, we don't want to work that shift. We don't want to work that shift, and. And you guys have to switch off on Saturdays to cover um, the shifts yes. on Saturdays. You well, have to rotate. Why yeah. not just hire somebody who works on Saturday? That's the job requirement. You are getting hired to fill this Saturday position, period. We're getting way off topic. But no, but I mean, you know, but so, so then we have, but, but I think that's part of the problem. You know, these people don't want to go back to work. At lower rates of pay in a risky, right, you know, position and in less than ideal conditions. And they're not getting paid. They're right. really not. That's
2: why mm-hmm. I wonder if the restaurant industry is going to be forever changed. And this was just the pivot to a more dine-at-home experience where you get the food already made and, and take yeah. it home kind of thing, or it's delivered. Because, I mean, DoorDash and all of those Grubhub-type businesses, yeah, they were cool, but they seemed like a luxury before. Now yeah, it's now like, it's a, who well, hasn't tried DoorDash or Grubhub yet?
0: Right, right. Like hardly any people. Everyone's but tried the them now. at the same time, I think it's very expensive. Oh, yeah. Because, because they don't just charge you they, – they charge you a fee – to use their service. Yeah. They charge the restaurant a fee for yeah. the service. Well they've And opened then up. there's also tips and the restaurant charges a fee for the service. Yeah. Right. I
1: only use that if there's a coupon. Like occasionally Uber Eats will offer a fifty percent off, off coupon. Yeah. If you if you spend more than twenty dollars you can get fifty percent off, like up to So the $20. caveat mm-hmm. though,
2: the caveat the upside to that is that so we have these four running companies who started this new trend because they were smart enough to create the technology before the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. caused reason for them to or other
0: surge in sales. Yes. yes. Well, yeah. and
2: for people to go, oh, we have a vacuum. We need to create uh-huh. a product like this. So now we have tried it, tested it, it works. People like it. There's going to be more demand for it. There's opportunity for other companies to step in. And make it better. So there's opportunity for those people who want to be entrepreneurs to take advantage and make a better quality product.
0: I don't see that that happening, though. I I look at it as, you know, these Uber Eats and uh DoorDash or whatever they've already got the corner on the market we'll see that they the, can will, charge whatever they willing want to pay well, it someone else some can make
2: another app and charge the restaurants right. less and make a better profit and then that gives somebody people a better hasn't choice.
1: come in to do it yet right so you owe us like part of your profits if you do this by the way and listen to this because it's my idea no. <laughs> you, you owe I, you owe Kristen part of your profits so,
2: but that's <laughs> also something that i've noticed is that a lot of people had to kind of be clever during the pandemic um you know those who are staying at home or didn't have jobs Maybe. might have found ways to make some money right
0: there's right. a lot uh, of
2: home entrepreneurship that started during the pandemic well,
0: and not just that but but you know the the restaurants that did survive and the the other they stores on the other retails they found ways to survive yeah they weren't like on door take home kits restaurants right, do,
1: did like um yes. whiskey cake is a good one that came to mind in this area they would they came out with pandemic kits where people and they would have people line up in their parking lot and they would pass out they would sell these kits for people to take home and make food with
0: yeah and the, and like you know curbside service that that they these restaurants had never offered before and then there were other restaurants that had um carry out service but they closed during the pandemic instead of maintaining that carry out service yeah, yeah. and they're they're still closed they're gone um, they lost they just, out on they that, they opportunity. Lost that opportunity you have yeah. to be
2: able to adapt, adapt. it yes, really is yes. adaptability and that's really what boils down to like who makes and breaks with the pandemic and all of the changes these little changes is you know can you swing with it yeah. you know or does you know or not you being able s- to see your friends down. does it break you to the point well, that, where you can't recover that was one of the
0: things that i did i in addition to my travel agency i have another small business that's also part-time um i organize Uh, crafting events and and social events. And when we were not able to meet in person for our weekly and, and sometimes monthly social events, I took it to Zoom. And so... Yeah, you have to keep your customer base. Right. And so I, you know, to keep myself relevant, we started having Zoom craft parties. And we're still having weekly Zoom craft parties. And sometimes all weekend long, you know, and we, we just get together and everybody sits at their own craft table and does their own thing. And we're chatting just like if we were in the same room together, but we're at home and that has allowed us to, to keep that going. And I, you know, if it had not been for that, I would not have survived the pandemic because the, my customers are very often my friends And I know these people very well, and I spend a lot of time with them, and they helped me get through this. And even, you know, even when things were really tough with my mom, uh, moving her into, we eventually sold her house and moved her into a memory care facility, and that was very challenging. And um, these people that I met with, you know, for all day, every Thursday, became my life support system it really, and if it hadn't been for that, i I don't know what I would have done and i'm I'm sure other people have similar things. My husband had zoom meetings with his co-workers um you know there his even his band got together and had cocktail hour, you know together because they couldn't get together and rehearse.
1: my co-workers and I did the same thing we would get on zoom and we would just talk for hours as if we were at work and it was pretty good i mean i know like um it was definitely hard for me i had to come up with different things to do to keep the lights on and everything like that so and my husband at the time was out of work and really, like, a couldn't find work during the pandemic. So I started an online business where I was flipping clothes through eBay. And it was basically my old clothes and my mom's old clothes that um, I, had, I had lost a bunch of weight. And I was getting rid of my old clothes. And that's what I did to keep the lights on other than working from home. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my husband did a lot of, odd he got cut down to part-time during the pandemic. And well, he's still part-time, but um, he, you know, he just found a lot of little other things to do to make money here and there. And, um, and that's how we were able to survive. So
2: it's good. Like your little business there, Amber, I think the pandemic put people online a lot more than they normally were. I mean, Facebook was like oh, yeah. overloaded, right, with people on they it can't all go day to long. To go uh, so people on Facebook Marketplace. Travis and I were doing our um, Dave Ramsey um, baby steps, and we were on baby step number one, trying to save our thousand dollars so we could move on to the step number two to pay off our debt. And uh, Dave Ramsey recommended, you know, a number of different things to get to your $1,000 in savings. And one of those things was, you know, to sell stuff online. Yeah. Um, and so we took that time and sold a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And I think,
0: you
2: yeah. know, we probably wouldn't have made near as much money had it not been during the pandemic because mm-hmm. there was just more people online. Just scrolling on their phones. I mean, people are all depressed um, and scrolling on their phones and they want to buy stuff, stuff, retail therapy. And stuff Mm -hmm. like
1: that on eBay. and
2: And it made it nice and easy, too, though. I mean, there are some like pros to COVID. You have to look at the silver lining and think about the things that were positive changes. I mean, you can get just about any kind of food delivered to your house that you want.
0: Yeah, because true, of it, it's just about anything
2: network. delivered,
1: and even convenience source you know, stuff. Yeah.
2: Now, with with selling online, I don't have to go meet anyone anywhere. I just put it on my porch, and I could say, you know, just porch pickup, and nobody bats an eye about porch pickup anymore. Right. You can ding dong, ditch something on your friend's porch without having to about talk about the <laughs> small talk and weather. You know, yeah, if you want, yeah. you can just leave it on her porch and and then send her a text message hey you know
0: well it, it I did didn't
2: feel like putting on pants today so I just dropped your goodies at the door you know well it, it
0: did eliminate all of those social obligations that you were talking about that not necessarily social things that we're looking forward to but you know the the next door neighbor's granddaughter's birthday that you have to go to because she's your next daughter, neighbor's granddaughter. Right. You know, those just things. Yeah. uh, You you know, I don't want to go to that. Well now, you know, you have an excuse. Um, there, there were some, some good things about it and there, and there were some even good things about having my mother at home with me during COVID like that, because it gave me the opportunity to, um, really observe her on a daily basis And that was how we realized that her dementia was far, far, far worse than we thought it was. And, um, and so that was a good thing about that too, but it, but at the same time, it was very stressful and we had a lot of people in a house and, you know, not being able to talk to outside people or whatever, you know, that was, you know, seeing my husband's face every day. I love him dearly, but Just seeing him all the time, every day, and watching him go back and forth through the kitchen, you know, and just like, would you quit, (laughs) you know? You
2: know, my poor husband, you know, I say that now. I leave the house for, like, weekend things, you know, where I'm at a hotel or something for the weekend, so he gets alone time at the house, but I think that first year, he was probably like, every time I come home, my wife is there, you know, (laughs) right there in the living room working cuz i had my you know my desk right. my was in the living room we had this tiny tiny apartment and so i had to just plop right down the living room to work and so i was always there and i bet he was just probably like you know i could go a day without seeing her it would be nice
0: no <laughs> you know? i bet he wasn't like
1: that i bet it was it wasn't like that like uh, if y'all can if y'all's marriages can survive that then that's one big thing to survive i mean look at me
2: (laughs) yeah you know
0: Uh -uh. you know i look back
2: and i think wow i got married during covid you know
0: but you know that's my
2: luck that's my luck of the irish
0: there there it is (laughs) and if and if you don't know what we're referring to go back through our playlist um (laughs) yeah a couple episodes (laughs) ago or a few episodes ago ago, last month
1: talked about bad luck
0: yeah so um but I, another thing I wanted to talk about with COVID was just the, because there's so many people working from home and not in the office all day, um, have you noticed the uptick in, and, and, and it's not just because of COVID. We, we actually had a huge influx of, um, people to the Dallas area, moving to the Dallas area, um, cause they built this new Toyota, uh, there's a lot of large businesses, large that came here. Large, large business businesses. headquarters and stuff that moved out here, so we've had a huge influx of people. But um, so that and and then the fact of COVID and people that are working from home, so they're able to go out and run errands during the middle of the day now, or whatever, instead of being stuck at the office. Or and there's just so much more traffic all day long, every day. And then again, the lines and the you know going in the grocery store and there's two checkers and at 6 p.m. at night and you know they don't have enough checkers to check everybody out and there's 20 people in line
1: oh yeah if i go to the grocery store after work i know i'm not going to get home before eight o'clock
0: oh yeah 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 it's terrible
1: grocery pickup
0: and well and groceries groceries I, I like are it and hold it. the the whole supply chain issue has been huge a huge problem um, you know, in the early days of COVID, it was, you know, shortages on toilet paper and water and, you know, because of people panicking and hoarding and... Um, yeah, grocery
2: but, pickup was cool, but you were lucky if you could actually pick up a grocery pickup order
0: right? like, I was during about to those say, first yeah. like oh, five weeks. Oh, yeah, I tried to do grocery we pickup several times. I tried to do... For a while. Yeah. I tried to do both Amazon groceries and just grocery pickup yeah. through my grocers and... Uh, you know that there were so many things that were either Not out of stock that I couldn't make the minimum, or the um, they didn't have any more pickup times because they only allow a certain number of them and everyone
2: was using them and everybody was using it there's actually a shortage of pickup workers because there's so many people doing grocery pickup so you see all the people driving and shopping at the store there's also a ton of people picking up just
0: picking up yeah Yeah. every time Mm. i go to the grocery every time i go to the grocery store there's at least one or two cars in the designated parking spots picking up groceries and, um, but yeah.
1: Well, see, I want to say like during the early days of the pandemic, it was kind of funny because like the grocery store was the only place open that, or the gas station was the only place open that you could be. So right. when I would go to the grocery store, when I needed to pick something up, it would be so crowded because people were just hanging oh, yeah. out Travel at said the grocery store. Travel people would
2: go just chilling. to hang out. He would see the same customer's yeah, just, right. wandering just to get out of the house and yeah. wander around and he was the store. And he's like, "What are you guys doing? This is supposed to be, you know, emergency shopping only." You know, right? Yeah, and mind then- blown. And then you know, Walmart stopped doing twenty four hour. There's like oh, nowhere yeah. you can buy groceries twenty four hours. Yeah, most true. restaurants that were like convenience, you know, fast food, don't do twenty four hour anymore. Oh, yeah. When I was working only at nighttime, burger. yeah, there's, I would get like off work you know four o'clock in the morning and think man i wish i had like some celery for some tuna salad and mm-hmm. well i can't buy any at the grocery store because walmart decided they want all their shoppers to shop in the daytime yeah, at the same right. time right so yeah,
0: if you, if, you it's, if your time to shop that, is only at night that was say, that ruined so it conven-
2: for me because yeah. i always even way before the pandemic I would go to Walmart. If I needed something, I would just go. If it was 2 o'clock,
1: 4 o'clock in the morning, 7, well, I'd do it. Right, Winco right. is 24 hours now. Yeah, Winco is 24 they're back. Hours. Okay. Yeah. FYI, if you want yeah. celery at 4 but in the they're, morning I think now, they're you the can, only can go to ones. Winco. Yeah, and, they are the even, only ones. Even Kroger's the, um, not 24 hours anymore. A lot of fast anymore. food
0: that used to be open 24 hours, like it's... McDonald's is They're isn't. closed, or they'll close the dining room Some and only the drive-thru. Um, I went to a Burger King uh, about 2 months ago and only the drive through was open at six o'clock at night. I mean this is we're talking mm-hmm. dinner of, hour. Lack of employees. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. a, they
2: want you to dine at home because yeah. that's one less employee that they have yeah. to have clean the that, dining room. They only yeah. have to they're they just only making have to staff the, food, the kitchen cleaning the kitchen it and out the selling window. it yep. to you.
0: That's it. That's it. That's what they're doing. And uh and it, going back to the grocery, you know, you're talking about we were talking about the the lack of things that you could buy, you know, the the shortages and stuff. There's still shortages. Um, and that's just where I was going with that. People are still
1: hoarding. Like I read an article about how people two years out, people are still hoarding. It might not be toilet paper, but people buy more groceries than they need right now.
0: Well, and there's, there's certain things that they're just... I guess the cycles are not um oh, we learned a little bit about how manufacturing works through COVID. Um like with the toilet paper shortage, what a part of what had happened was that um the the companies that manufacture toilet paper, they they set they gear the factory to make home Use toilet paper, and they manufacture a whole bunch of it, and then it ships to the warehouse, and then they retool the equipment to make the different industrial industrial, yeah, industrial toilet paper. So the the stuff that goes in the bathroom stalls at work, the big rolls, and you know different yeah, flies and whatever. Stuff. And so they had already retooled to do those big industrial rolls, and guess what? The they had started making those and the demand for home toilet paper went up because everyone was at home, which of course made the industrial toilet paper use go down because nobody's in the office. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it got everything backwards. And so there's still things that are trying to catch up from that trend um, you know, like some of the cleaning things, supplies. cleaning Took supplies like is one seven, of them,
2: eight, nine months, you know, right. sometimes some, it'll, I'll still go in there and there's none, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then, and then you'll come back like two months later and they finally have some and they'll have a bunch for a while, but something else that's manufactured by that same company is not available. And, and that's the way everything is. And so every time you walk into the grocery store, half of the aisles are like, decimated you know there's nothing on them and then of course we had a recent freeze here in the Dallas area and that just compounded everything because again (laughs) everybody's hoarding everybody started hoarding again and it just kind of went crazy but um so you know we're we're still dealing with the repercussions of that a lot of these things um are just their frustrations and minor inconveniences but um I think the greater takeaway is that um, we need to be a little more patient with people because, um, you know, people are, they, they get frustrated at the grocery store because they're out of things and they're, you know, it's It's not the grocery
2: store's clerk's fault that there's no toilet paper.
0: Right. And, you know, but we're all dealing with this horrible, um, stress and anxiety and things and, um, you know, taking it out on the grocery store clerk or taking it out on the person in line in front of you or whatever, um, is, it's not helpful. And we need to keep in mind that everybody is having these, um, challenges, these, these emotional challenges
2: for various different reasons, for a lot of
0: different reasons, but, but all kind of for the same reasons. And, I, I think it's good to point out, you know, some of the things that are important to do to, to take care of each other or or to take care of ourselves, um, you know, get enough sleep, um, you know, make sure you're not binge watching TV just because you're stressed or whatever, you know, make sure you are getting enough sleep and, and still get outside and get some healthy activity even though if you're still working from home and stuff, because when you're working in an office, you're getting a little more exercise because you have to park your car and walk into work.
2: Yeah. You got
0: to walk into the office. You got to walk. My
2: daily steps went down about 5,000 steps. Right. Half.
0: Right. Right. So, so the needed. Steps, get out yeah. during your lunch break or whatever, and go well, get some walk. If in you think about, whatever. even
2: if you walk out to your car and then drive in your car and then park in a parking lot at work and walk inside, you're getting some sun, and you yes. need vitamin D. A lot of us yes. are vitamin D deficient, and vitamin D is something that gives you. It's a mood. Um,
0: enhancer enhancer yeah Yeah,
2: it it helps you feel happy well and it it
0: also helps you absorb calcium and other nutrients so it's very important and and eating healthy is good when you're at home you're uh, i and i know some people still even at work have that tendency to go to the vending machine and get the crap out of the vending machine um but a lot of workplaces have removed the crap out of the vending machine so um but at home, you still have that bag wow. of potato chips. A lot there. of people's
2: vending machine now is just the cupboard, so there's not the repercussion of oh man, that cost a dollar twenty five.
0: Exactly, so it's, it's easier. Just nom, nom, eat. It's easier to go eat more and and just yeah, nom nom while you're sitting there, you know. So so eat better. Um, some of the other things like uh, alcohol and tobacco use, um, those those are not helpful. Those stimulants add they increase anxiety and they're you know they're not good go-tos for that to uh caffeine also oh caffeine too yeah absolutely caffeine is very much so um and limit your screen time you know when when you get off get go do something besides just watching youtube or um scrolling scrolling instagram or whatever um go go do something physical go read a book or go play with the kids or the dog in the yard, things like that. Cause then you're going to get social, uh, social, you're going to get that sun, you're going to get the Physical. physical activity, um, and, and do more relaxing and recharging and things like that, because, um, that's really important. And, and most importantly, if you are having any kinds of, symptoms of anxiety or depression, or you have any concerns, talk to somebody. Do not keep it to yourself. You are not alone in this. Um, lots and lots of people are going through this right now. As I mentioned, I have another family member that is currently going through this and, um, this person was kind of a, a introvert and not really very social to start with, but, when they got forced into a situation where they had no social interactions at all because they were working from home uh it kind of spiraled pretty badly and you know this this person is just now getting that under control so you know i really 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 want to emphasize that you are not alone talk to your friends talk to your doctor Um, and, and journal your feelings. Don't, don't just keep it all bottled out. Um, there, there's lots of people that you can turn to for help. And that is important. And it's important to know that you're not the only person going through this right now. A lot of us are. I am, my husband is, my daughter is, my son is, um, we're all dealing with this right now and I'm sure Amber is too. So, you know, just... Just know that you're not alone. Do y'all have anything you'd like to add to that? Um,
2: well, one of the things that we had talked about the other day, someone had mentioned, I don't remember who, but um, we were talking about World War II and how, like, just everyone just up and changed oh, what they yeah, did. Oh, yeah, because like, of the rationing. The women and went and everybody, worked at the Everybody you know, came steel. together
0: to... to Assist the war effort. Yes. Yeah.
2: Think about it that way. We're not in a war, but we are fighting something. Something is oppressing us and we have to fight for our own survival mentally, and it's emotionally, not, It's whatever. not
0: every man, woman and child for themselves. It is a group effort. We are, mm-hmm. we are fighting for our society, humankind. for humankind and for our society. Um, you know, to, to maintain the life that we knew, you know, in essence. So, um,
2: we always talk about when, when can things get back to normal? There's no normal. That's not, that was something that we thought when we thought we were just going to be locked up for two weeks and then we would go back to normal. That's gone. We're living in the now.
0: In the now. Thank you.
2: And we've got to embrace the opportunities that have been presented to us. Because we
0: have opportunities to fix things. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is an, actually a, a an excellent case um, in point. Uh, my husband works at a company, and I'm not going to name the company, and I'm not going to talk about the specifics, um, but there was some uh, racial injustice, we'll put it that way, that occurred at the company he works at. And it caused a great deal of upheaval at his company and heads rolled, heads rolled. And, and it was very sad. We thought the company was going to go under because of it. It was so bad. And, but it actually gave the company an opportunity to look inward at itself. And instead of taking it as a negative thing, it, they looked at now, this is where we are now how do we make this better? How do we do this and make it better? And they started talking to the employees and they started, um, bringing in experts and, you know, they've changed everything at that company. Everything has changed. And we are so excited about the changes we see in this company because it's going to be a better company than it ever was before. And none of that would have happened if it weren't for COVID and awareness about equality and things that happened, um, in that wake. And, you know, if things had just gone on the way they were, the company would have just gone on the way it was. So everything that happens is an opportunity for change and it's an opportunity to make it better. So let's look at what we have and how do we make this better? Yeah, adapt. I agree. We, we have to adapt and our, you know, we may be wearing masks for a long time. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but we can learn to adapt to things.
2: And we may be Zooming with our friends more than seeing them in person for a long time.
0: Who knows? But, you know, we adapted to that and and it helped us get through and
2: and made it new made friendships
0: i've made new friends well, through I, zoom well me, me too and it has made uh it has helped the technology improve actually because so mm-hmm. many more people are using it yeah. the technology That's what I'm is saying. getting it better created
2: a vacuum there yeah. was a need for something yes smart yeah. companies came in use that to their advantage to create something that was more helpful when things like this happen there's it's opportunity for great change rapid change and that's what we've seen in our society with technology and social interaction is great rapid change so you got to roll with the punches adapt bend be flexible and ingenuitive
0: yeah ingenuitive yeah (laughs) yeah ingenious yeah Yeah. no i um (laughs) yeah i know uh you know i coined that word there you go
2: (laughs) y'all keep using it spread it around on the social media be sure to comment no
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i agree totally that that's that is the case and we do have opportunities going forward we're two years out now um lots of things have changed and lots of things will continue to change. And that is the case with the world always has been, always will be. Um, it's not just COVID that changed us. World War II changed us. Vietnam changed us. Uh, world War One changed us. The electric light bulb changed us. Life changes. That is, in essence, uh, we, we were talking about in a previous episode, um, Amber mentioned the wheel of fortune and, and it made me think of the, the tarot card, the wheel of fortune. And that's the whole point is that it, it's always changing. The, the fortune is always changing. It swings back and forth It it's always rolling, changing, and, and you just have to roll with it, get, nothing will ever stay the same and nothing will ever go back to what it was. Uh, if it did, we would still be living in the stone age. Just, I mean, pure and simple. So, um, adapt and thrive. So next week, Kristen is going to lead us, uh, in a discussion about day planners. Um, well, you know, we've, we've kind of gone through a a lot of different things of, uh, organizing, planning, um, goal setting, things like that. And day girl. goals girl, um, this is another kind of part to that. And and we're going to talk about using planners to um, up enhance your game, your life. Yeah, oh yeah, enhance, up your game, totally up your game. Um, and I I can't wait to talk about this because I've been using day planners since I was in college, and I'm old since so day I'm the one. Chrome. <laughs> so you know I'm the Chrome. You're the chrome. Using, I'm the chrome. <laughs> this is an inside chrome joke dome. sorry <laughs> listen
2: to it next time we hear maiden mother and chrome, chrome.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> terrible 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 uh so anyway come back next week we want to thank red door studios creative audio tech for um all the equipment and the assistance with their audio and thank we'll, you to
2: our listeners
0: absolutely
2: we appreciate you guys coming every week and checking
1: out our podcast that comes out every wednesday don't forget to like us on social media and continue the conversation in yeah. our facebook yeah. group and, and
2: we would really
1: like it if you
2: would rate our podcast i know for a fact that we have some regulars out there because you send me text messages and tell me what you thought
1: oh well, you're calling Go ahead them, and them out put your yeah. comment
2: on our <laughs> on our blog or on our facebook we would really appreciate that or yeah. if you could give us a star rating on our podcast also, yeah so on yeah. the where, you, where us, you receive your podcast that
0: helps us get out there where other people can see us too it mean so much to us yep yeah. Yeah. so um have a great week and we'll be back next week with talk about planners bye, bye. bye.